Welcome back to the Swinging Blindly podcast, episode 16. I'm Blaze Bryant in upstate New York, down in Connecticut, is my guy PJ Geary, who will be along with our brand new home play headline segment in a matter of seconds, facebook.com slash swinging blindly podcast on Twitter at swinging blindly. And uh, we're going to be putting this video up on YouTube as well, uh, assuming this works as I want it to. I hope you've been well and hope you've had a good week. We have some baseball stuff to uh, get into. So without any further ado, bringing him in for the home plate headlines is P.J. Geary, my guy. Who's on first? Hey, Blaze. It is amazing to be here. I love the bed. I love the introduction. Uh, and, you know, it is PJ here, and let's just get right into it. Who is on first at the home plate headlines? It is the, the brawl between the Angels and Mariners that ended up sus- with 12 suspended over their massive weekend fight. What's on What's on second? What's on second is Judge. Your Aaron Judge Blaze and any New York Yankee fan listening settled with the New York Yankees ahead of their arbitration hear- hearings. $19 million is what I am aware of and said that there were no talks of any long-term deal this week. I don't know on third. And I don't know either. What I do know is that Commissioner Rob Manfred said the idea that he hates baseball is the most ridiculous thing that is said about him as he discussed his public perception in a recent ESPN profile. Thank you very, very much, uh, PJ Geary. A little clunky on it, but it's new. We'll, we will, uh, we will get used to it here. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we uh, managed to pull it off here pretty well. So here we go, Mariners so that and said, yeah. yeah, Mariners. Mariners brawl. Did you? Were you aware of this, uh, Blaze? I'm gonna be honest. My guy was not. So there was a, it was, um, let me make sure I have, it was Andrew Wants. So the Mariners and they had played each other, I believe, eight times in 10 days or something weird like that. Like they had played each other a bunch of times. And what had happened was the Andrew Wants of the Angels threw a pitch close at Jesse Winker of the Mariners. And the Mariners thought that it was a part of a way to get back at the team for a pitch that came close to hitting Mike Trout on Saturday night. And it was one of those, you know, it's, it's really, it's so interesting. And it was honestly, you know, when both benches clear, Generally, you don't see that as much anymore. Like, it really does come in in specific circumstances. But when 
this happened, I you know I just rewatched it. It was a like it, it it was a slow burn. Winker got thrown at, started chirping, was about to go to first base, but then started chirping at a dugout, and then the bench is clear. And there was punches thrown, Blaze. There was punches thrown. Punches thrown. It was it was one of those classic, uh, almost looked like mid early two thousands, mid two thousands Red Sox Yankees. Like it was to that uh, intensity. And again, as I said, twelve players suspended. I I will read them off really quick right now. Uh, right. We had. We had, uh, oh, I don't have any. There it is. Uh, it was 12 combined. It was Phil Nevin, 10 games. Anthony Rendon, 5 games. Right. So Phil it, Nevin, the interim manager. Sorry. Yeah. Interim manager for the Angels. Uh, yep. Anthony Rendon actually was on the field. Wow. Yeah. 5 games. Uh, pitcher, the pitcher, Andrew Wants, 5 games. Assistant pitching coach, Dom Chidi. Five games, pitcher Ryan Tapera, three games, Rizal Iglesias, two games, bench coach Ray Montgomery, two games, interpreter <laughs> interpreter Manny Del Campo, two games, catching coach Bill Hasselman for one game for the for the Mariners, Winker, who was the aforementioned thrown at, seven games, shortstop JP Crawford, five games, and outfielder Julio Rodriguez, two games. So very much being put on the Angels. I guess the headline aside with, with what it is, what 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 are your thoughts on, on that in general, and what is your most memorable brawl? I'm going to start with the, the most memorable brawl to me, which is a pretty obvious one. That, of course, is the Don Zimmer-Pedro Martinez in the 2003 ALCS. It was an absolute Has no-brainer for me. Um, yeah. Oh, I remember that, too. I blaze quick story. Sorry. Uh, Go ahead. My 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 buddy uh, Chris, one of my best friends in life. When we when that happened, and then you know, I grew up in a Yankee household. I didn't always love them. I've been a Cardinal fan since '01, but there was a time where I I, I also rooted for the Yankees just because of my family. When this happened, when Pedro Martinez threw Don Zimmer down by his head, I. Myself and my good buddy, we had a Pedro Martinez bobblehead, and we proceeded to take it out into my driveway and beat the bobblehead with a baseball bat, a metal baseball bat. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Because of how egregious we thought that the whole situation was. So just wanted to let you know that I I stood with you in in that moment. I appreciate that very much. (laughs) You like the uh, applause effect there? Oh, I that made me feel really good. Good, because uh, made me feel good too. And and something that as trivial as it might be, I've not been able to forgive Pedro for that since. That's fair. I think that's fair. Like I think you're allowed to, uh, as a fan of a team, I think you're allowed to to be upset about that because that was something that was so egregious and weird that. You know, not to say that Pedro Martinez is a bad human, but no, in that in that moment, he did a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, because I I don't think he's a bad human. It's just the stakes were high, and he just lost his cool, and 
ultimately, the Yankees ended up winning that game. And threw an old man to the ground by his head. Yeah, it was just it was just such a douchey thing to do. That's certainly my my most memorable brawl. Right up there with it, though, is the brawl between uh, Bronson Arroyo and A Rod. Yeah, another good one. Him, uh, Veritek and A Rod was also. Yep. Was also iconic. Uh, as a Cardinal fan, it's Yachty and Brandon Phillips. Um, is Yachty versus Brandon, the Reds in general during the mid 2000s? Mm-hmm. In early tens, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 always a thrill when it happens. But I feel like it's so far and few between in today's game that when it does happen, it is like a a point of of news. So we had to talk about it here. Yeah, for sure. On the podcast. Yeah, I mean, but, like the headline the the headline within the headline is the fact that an interpreter got suspended for two games. Oh yeah, no, I love that. I literally found that out just as you did, and that's how you know it was a good brawl when the interpreter is getting. <laughs> <laughs> he can't come in. He can't come in and interpret for for his guys for a day. That right. Well, and, and and I'm sure these teams have multiple interpreters. And let's yeah. let's be honest, PJ. These are two teams that had a lot of promise and projection going into this season, and they frankly have come up shorter than Danny DeVito. Let's, oh. let's, let's be honest here. So, Just an interesting shot at Danny DeVito. But from one short guy, we go to a very tall guy. A rather or, tall man, yeah, about a two-foot difference plus. Second, Aaron Judge, your guy, and I'm going to let you – I'm basically going to just let you ride with this. Settled – uh, ahead of arbitration with the Yankees, what for nineteen million dollars? What does this mean to you? What does this mean? What do you think this means for Aaron Judge? And what do you think it means for their future negotiations? That's a great question. All those are great questions. Nineteen million Thank for you. this. You're welcome. Nineteen million, my guy. I just feel like the only way the Yankees are going to get him is if they overpay. And I think the performance that Judge has had this year, he warrants an overpayment. I mean, the brother's got he's got 30 home he's going to have 30 home runs well before the It's crazy. He's like, 29. He he hit one yeah, today. Can I, can I can I just just say as a as a an as some a, a non-Yankee fan. Sure. And before you, because I do want to hear what you have to say about this topic, and that's why I brought it, Abe brought it up in the home play headlines, which was beautifully edited by your, your, yourself. Well, I mean, um, it was done on the fly. <laughs> I oh, did not edit. Great. I don't know. Great. Like, that, just that. Stay tuned for more home play headlines because I thought that was great. Anyway, thank you. Aaron, sir. Judge, Aaron Judge has hit 29 home runs, and it's not even July. That is, I was thinking about this today. Like, it, it, it hit me a couple times, like, as a big baseball fan, as I'm, I'm, as I'm on grass or doing whatever I was doing. He has 29 home runs. Like, this man is going to have 30 home runs b- b- before the All-Star break. And I don't know when the last time we saw that, please. Like, I really don't. And 
honestly, if you want to, if you're going to come at me with stats and this has happened in the last five years, then good for you. Like, I don't, I don't remember a time where somebody had 30 home runs before the All-Star break. So if it's happened recently, that's because I'm just a busy man and my brain doesn't work as well. But I feel like it's one of those things that doesn't happen as much. And the way that it's happening now with Judge in his contract year, you know, all of that is still looming over. This happens. I just feel like it's it's more of a – it's more of a prove-it thing than we've seen in a long time from a, from a single person. Yeah, and look at usually, or, or look at, I mean, offense is down across the board in baseball. Yeah. What he's doing is, in spite of that, is really friggin' impressive and something that he should get all the credit in the world for. And I really think that, the Yankees need to do what it takes. I'm willing to overpay for him. My my tune. Four hundred million. Would I go four hundred mil? Yeah. Uh, if if that's what it takes, then I guess you have to because you can't let him go. You cannot let him walk. How? Let me ask you a hypothetical. How? How and shout out uh, Swaggy B and Nikki G. Stay tuned. Stay stick around if you want to yeah. talk some baseball. With we'll us get to your calls. Yeah, we'll get to your calls in just a, um, a, a few minutes, guys. Yeah. Um, how upset would you be if if Aaron Judge played for the New York Mets next year? I don't care if Aaron Judge is playing for the New York Mets or the San Francisco Giants or the Milwaukee Brewers or St. Louis Cardinals. I'd be equally upset because the Yankees did not pay him. And 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 I have to admit that my tune on this has changed because of what he's done. I thought the Yankees gave him a fair offer. I can't believe he has. Does he actually have 29 home runs? That's yes, crazy. he has 29 That's... home runs. He hit one today, uh, a two-run home run in the first inning against Oakland to get them That's... back in the – in the game today after Oakland put up a three spot on Tyone first inning. So 28. 28. Oh, 28. I'm sorry. So he said 28 home runs. 30 years old, 28. He's 11 away from what he did in 148 games last year. And he's only played 73 games. Like that's, that's just absurd. I'm sorry. That's absurd. It it is. And, and like I said, yeah, yeah, but, but PJ, let me just make this point because it's one of those things that the Yankees gave him a fair offer and one of those things that you evaluate you, wait, you evaluate what you're going to do over time based on performance. And if the Yankees don't pay him and we have to overpay, I will, you, you know, I, I will sacrifice... Of course, you, you you want World Series, and I'm willing to essentially give up a lot of you know whatever team flexibility if it means getting Aaron or making sure Aaron Judge spends most of, if not all, of his career in pinstripes, yielding to championships. Absolutely. 
And and I mean the nineteen million. I mean that was the, the the thing to remember is that was based off of last year's stuff. Has nothing to do with this year. So nineteen million. I think Judge got a. I mean, hey, it's over. It was over the uh, the qualifying offer. Yeah. Of what is it now? Eighteen point two. Uh, or seventeen point yeah, two or something like I think that. Seventeen point five, I think. I could be wrong. Okay, it's around there. Yeah, it, it, either way, it's around that number. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that's you know that's coming from a diehard Yankee fan. So if you're listening and you are, that's that's what you get, and we'll we'll have to just keep on. That's every Wednesday we're gonna be talking baseball. So. Yeah. Um, and third, what I don't know is Rob Manfred. Yes, our esteemed commissioner, please, says that he that the idea that he hates baseball is the most egregious thing, most ridiculous thing that is said about him. Um. I bring this up because, A, I just want to hear your take on Rob Manfred, but, B, how ridiculous is it that he has to even answer these things? So Yeah, it, it is ridiculous, PJ. Yeah, and, like, and, and, you know, we see it in football. Goodell definitely gets, gets uh, you know, uh, talked about and, and made fun of. And Manfred, for sure has gotten his his shake of, of bad press, bad people being upset with him. I I have my own opinion, and I would love to share it with you, but I, I'll throw it to you for what your take is on this. Now that Manfred is acknowledging that he believes that the idea that he hates baseball is, is ridiculous. Well, I mean... I don't think he hates baseball, and I do tend to agree with him that it is a that it is a ridiculous narrative. I also understand why the narrative exists because, in the eyes of some, he has not improved the game, yeah. which I kind of disagree. I, I like what's coming down the pike next year. And that's because, in, in part, because of the stuff that he negotiated. We need a pitch clock in the absolute worst way in this league. Because the pace, not the length. Length and pace, two entirely different things, folks. The, well, pace, the pace of the game, you're an ass, is <laughs> lacking. The, these overshifts are ridiculous. And I mean, especially this fourth outfielder stuff. So, I I like, you know, some of the things that are coming down the pike, and also too, I actually don't mind this three batter rule that he implemented. I like the strategy that brings into the game. It makes your pitcher pitch instead of all this specialization nonsense. Oh, you know, you have a pitching change, bring the righty in to face the righty, then. They get them out, and then you bring in a lefty to face the lefty. No, it, 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 this it's baseball. It's not chess, okay? You are a major league pitcher. You should be able to get both lefties and righties out. Sorry. I I, I just, I, and by no means do I think, 
Rob Manfred has been a good commissioner. I Overall, I don't think so. I also know that he didn't exactly inherit the best product from his predecessor, Bud Selig. And, and the fact that MLB... See, to me, the one of the biggest atrocities is the fact that MLB Network is not what it should be. MLB Network should be showcasing a lot of the primetime stuff, which they just, for some reason, have not really figured out how to do. Absolutely. What, what say you? No, I just think, uh, I think, I think Manfred has, has done a bad job of being, uh, I think, you know, and Adam Silver probably has done some wrong, but being as um, open and, and accessible as Adam Silver has, I think is something that Manfred and Goodell could take, could take uh, credence from. But I actually like the idea of Manfred saying that the idea, like coming out explicitly and saying that, excuse me, that's crazy that he hates baseball. Like, I, I, I like that. Like, that's a good move. Um, well, of course it's a good move. But I, I, I also think that we need to see more proof and more um, hands-on, I guess, is what I would what I would say. But And, and we'll have to just go from there. And, and you know, I think being the, the Major League Baseball Commissioner for how long of a season it is is one of the toughest jobs in sports. But at the same time, this guy is is the as Goodell is the the patsy for all of the owners, and his job isn't really that hard. It's to keep them uh, to keep them happy. But I think the narrative needs to be fan derivative, and and that's something that I don't know if, if it's. Maybe it is happening now, and, and we're only what we're not even halfway through the season, so maybe this is happening. But and you know, as somebody who's been to a good amount of games this year, uh, baseball seems to be in decent standing. But we'll really have to see. You know. Yeah, I mean, you also went to St. Louis, where that's a well, baseball no, and town. Well, no, I also did. I also did City Field, but yeah. right, but but the Mets, but the Mets are in territory they haven't been in in some time and and i'm sure like there are cities like tampa or even the marlins like that are still what was the other one that's like yeah i mean baltimore i mean yeah balt i mean uh, some of the and and what makes i think manfred's job even more difficult is owners like the d'angelos who who own the uh, orioles they do nothing for their team. Nothing. I mean, what there there needs to be something put in place. Some kind of legislation. Yep. yep. Something put in place that says if you are intentionally sabotaging your team for beyond a period of a five year rebuild, then you got to get rid of your team. There you go. Because it only hinders the product. Baltimore, when the team is doing well. Drew Big. Baltimore was the first modern ballpark. But 
that all being said, please, we have uh, we've come to. I started at home plate. I went around the corner, and now we are going up to the booth with you. All right, so here we go from the booth. Grabbed these just a little while ago. Giancarlo Stanton helped the Yankees break out the brooms. High fly ball, right field. Loriano back, turning, looking. See ya! A three-run home run. Giancarlo Stanton and the Yankees lead 5-3. Yes, on the call with Michael Kay as the Yankees took the broom against the A's this afternoon. I had another clip that I was going to play, but I'll go back to it. Clip number two was from over the weekend where the Astros made some repeat history in Yankee Stadium. Got him. Big strikeout to start this inning for Ryan Presley. One out in the ninth inning. Trying to hold up. He goes around. That's a strikeout. Donaldson complains at home plate. Two outs in the ninth inning as Presley strikes out Donaldson for the second out. Ground ball towards third. Two hops for Bregman. And the Astros have done it again in Yankee Stadium. A combined no-hitter. Just like in 2003, the Astros, the only team to no-hit the New York Yankees since 1958. And they've done it twice in this stadium on combined no-hitters. Deja vu, you were on the field the last time this happened. I was in the first one in 2003, had no idea what was going on. (laughs) All I knew that we were going to beat the Yankees in that ballpark. And then we found out we made history. We're using six pitchers. Indeed they did. That was Astros TV. The guy that was on the field is their analyst, Jeff Blum. He was on the field and playing in that 2003 no hitter against the Yankees. He went on to say, Well, this is pretty cool being up in the booth and watching this group make history again. And well, while it was Yankee Stadium, remember, it was the original park across the, you know, um, it was the original uh, Yankee Stadium. Yeah. And then the Yankees, they, they bookended it, as Dusty Baker pointed out. It was Aaron Judge 2, the Astros 2, as they split a four-game series. Uh, you know, that's just the way it, it shook out. Uh, PJ, you hear those clips, and what stands out to you? I mean, honestly, just baseball. It's tough to just say that, but what I, what I come down to is, I mean, first of all, the question for you, is what is your thought on the combined no hitter? Is that is that something that is do do you give same credence to a individual pitcher doing it, or what are your thoughts on a combined no hitter? Well, a combined no hitter is a combined no hitter, which I view differently than one pitcher doing it all. And honestly, the way Christian Javier was pitching in that game, I was sitting up here in my in my office studio here where I am now, I was doing some other podcasting stuff and had the game on in the background, listening to John and Susan on the radio and the way he was pitching, it was, I mean, to me, if it were 
let's say 2003, because that's the last time the Astros no-hit the Yankees. If it were 2003, Christian Javier probably has the opportunity to at least start the eighth inning. He was done after seven, 15 strikeouts, bro. I mean, he had the Yankees completely fooled like it was an April Fool's joke. That's that's how well he was pitching. And I I think you just have to say a combined no-hitter is a combined no-hitter, and an individual no-hitter is an individual no-hitter. Absolutely. I, I don't be because hey, it is tough to do. You and I both know this. So why not categorize them appropriately and not diminish the combined no hitter? Yeah. I think I would have to. I'm inclined to agree with you, my friend. Yeah, well, speaking of, you know, hitting, Brian Reynolds gave the Pittsburgh Pirates a rare highlight for this year. No three homer games yet in his career. Fly ball, left center field. Hernandez back to the wall. It's a three-homer game for Brian Reynolds. Three home runs. 15 on the year. Have yourself a game. And Brian Reynolds, that was thanks to Pirates TV, is on your fantasy team, PJ. Yes. Yes, he is a guy I have been looking at. I didn't even realize until now. He was uh, in his age 26 season last year, 2021. He finished 11 in the MVP race. This is a guy at 24 home runs, 90 RBIs, uh, 302 average. I mean, this is a guy who, who, you know, at this point has played over 400 games. Yeah. This, uh, and, you know, there's no, uh, spoiler alert, as a St. Louis Cardinal fan, there's no, there, the, there's only two teams in the division that are going to make the playoffs and, or sniff the playoffs. Right, right. It, one, one's winning the division, one might win the wild card. And those, of course, are the Cardinals and the Brew Crew. Absolutely. And, but, the, the, what the Pirates have been able to do, um, it's scary. It's scary for the future. So keep an eye out for this Brian Reynolds. I mean, he's 27 now, so he's getting right into his prime. Keep Brian Hayes. I mean, there's a couple of guys on the Pirates team that you need to watch out for. So that, that's what I would say about that. Yeah, and the Yankees, I believe we faced the Pirates here uh, coming up, I'm trying to remember when it is. I think it's the, I think it's around the beginning of July. Is is when we face them at the stadium or some point in in July. Yeah, it's Central Central. Yeah. Yep. Right, right, and uh, and then I was looking as well. We have uh, we go out to Bush Stadium and take on yep. the the cards in early August. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So That's something we're gonna have to be talking about it. Yeah, well, um, we 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 certainly will um, for for sure. So we we did our home play headlines. We did our from the booth. So now it's time to get to your color cast calls. What is on your baseball mind? PJ will uh, will punch you up, or I am you know because I I have my my regular 
uh, Braille machine back, it's it's a lot easier for me to read and punch people up. So, uh, PJ, if you need me to do that, let me know. Um, I just invited uh, RB. Okay, RB. RB, all right. RB Sports Talk, yep. Yes, the the great RB from Philly, as <laughs> we have an... Uh, Our guy. How have you been, RB? Good to talk with you again. I've been good. It's great to catch up with you two guys. Oh, good, uh, good to talk to you. It's always fun. Although, what can I say about my Phillies? Uh, they finally oh. start to get it, get it right. Again, nine-game win streak. They're the only team that went nine in a row and lose ground on the team ahead of them, the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> but then they, they they really had a good July, and they're starting to get it right, even though they go down and lose two to the woeful Texas Rangers, uh, who they haven't beaten in like 10 years. Um, they go out, win three out of four in San Diego, and in the fourth, Bryce Harper breaks his thumb. And you know, what, what are you going to do? Only in Philadelphia. Um, and I think, it, 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 realistically, the Phillies could have been one of the wild cards going in. I, I, I'll tell you, gents, I don't think the Mets are going to win the uh, NFC and uh, the N- NL East. No. <laughs> I, you, you know, you, you, you bring up a lot of... RB, I don't necessarily disagree with you because the Mets are dealing with a lot of ifs. They've lost a lot of ground. Yes, DeGrom and Scherzer, they're going to be coming back, but that yeah. doesn't guarantee anything. No. And Atlanta, Atlanta guys is very good. Yes. They are very good. These are the world champs without Acuna. And he's back, yeah. and he makes them better. Uh, they've had injuries in the pitching staff. But I'll tell you what, and I can't remember the guy's name. I want to say something like Ryan or something. About five years ago, the Phillies let their pitching coach go. It took Atlanta about 10 seconds to sign him. <laughs> and they have been good ever, ever since. Uh, the Phils have struggled. I'll tell you what I did last weekend, guys. This was amazing. I thought I was in the twilight zone. I, I Saturday afternoon, I sat down and grabbed myself a sandwich. I'm going to watch whatever ball game's on. And it turned out to be the Astros against the Yankees. So I watched, <laughs> the, I watched this combined no-hitter. And I'm thinking, man, it's good. I, you know, and you don't see that every day. And, you know, good use of my time. And Sunday, basically the same thing. And about 3 o'clock, I decided to do the same thing. Turned it on. We're three innings in. I watched five innings, and they took another no-hitter. And I'm thinking, what in the world? And finally, Giancarlo <laughs> Stanton rips one and spoils my thought that I might be party to history here. But, um <laughs> It's it's really uh, it's it's a lot of you know the Yankees. I think I think they're very good. They 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 are they're very good, um, and I think the Mets are good. I think they've got a good manager, uh, Buck Showalter, a good steady hand, um, and and they're a good team. And I think they're going to the playoffs. But I tell you, Atlanta Atlanta is very very good. It took them a little while to kind of get over the hangover from last year celebration and the loss of Freddie Freeman, who's just Mr. Brave. Um, yeah. But they're, they're, they're back. I think they're four, maybe even three games behind the Mets right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, Two. they, they had to think about it. I mean, they, they had to establish an entirely new identity in addition to getting over that hangover. Yeah. 
Arby, can, can we get a uh, a, t- a power ranking? Top five teams. Top five teams. Hey, you put me on the spot. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna. We got you for four more minutes. So. All right, I'm going to go. All right, let me try to build up the suspense if I can. Um, let me see. I, I look down. Number five, I'm going to take the, uh, the Houston Astros. All right. Uh, number four, I'm going to go with um, the New York Mets. Oh, wow. Number three, the Dodgers. Oh, geez. Who's your, uh, I know you're number one, but who's number two? And. <laughs> The oh, unanimous no, number one. Sentiment. Uh, a lot of friends in Atlanta, so I got to pick them. And and, and number two, Atlanta. Two. <laughs> no, I got to say that the Phillies. I've seen the Phillies just go down to defeat to the Braves so many times, and you know right. it's, it's it. But um, uh, there's some good teams in baseball, and I think we named them, and any one of those five could could come along. And Houston. They've done well. They've really done well. They've established a team. And um, uh, JP, are you the Cardinals guy? Yes. Yeah. Big you you got a chance because I'll tell you the three and four are the best of that uh, genre in the league. You got Goldschmidt and Arenado. Oh, absolutely. That, you, you know, you you can't. I don't think you can come up with a better combination than that. Oh, I love that. What are, what are you? Uh, what are you thinking in general? What is what? Uh, I just I will I just want to talk baseball with you as much as I can. Who 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 who's your number one? Give me give me your AL and NL MVP right now. Well, ALs. I mean, if I don't vote for Aaron Judge, they're taking me off. Ah. The, taking me off the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got to be. He's. I, on it, I, you know, guys. He's he's been the best player in baseball. Let me think a little bit. My, I, Bryce Harper was on his way to repeat. He was, yeah, he was. Yeah. He was having he was having a better season than last year, and I, I just thought about it. it. This guy's really in his prime. I mean, he's got five more good years before I think he's going to decline and. The, the Nationals, the Nationals got a lot out of him, no question. But the Phillies, I think, are going to get even more. And I was one of the doubters when he got signed to that. I guess what is it, thirteen-year contract or something like that? To leave, be there till he's forty. But anyway, the the, the MVP. Who am I going to take right now? And in the league, my goodness. Well, I mean, couldn't you make the case? Yeah, I mean, but couldn't you make the case, though, that Bryce Harper is the MVP of the National <laughs> League, depending, no. on, depending on what happens with the Phillies as, no. as, as things go along? Because he's going to be out for how long? Maybe the season. Indefinite. I, I have an MVP in the NL for you. It, it's Paul Goldschmidt. Of course you do. <laughs> A- AL is Aaron Judge. Well, I, I'll tell you, mine in the mine in the L is Goldschmidt. Thank you, thank you. Are are you are you you know I and I know I know that you're not just playing along with him either because Philly doesn't do that. <laughs> no, no, we're I, I, my 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 Philly my Philly friends are no, they're not accommodating at all. But Goldschmidt's been tremendous. 
he's a very good player. He was he was really good in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and we're about to lose there. you in two seconds, Arby. Thanks for hopping on. Great call. Uh, and there he goes, the great yeah, we Arby. Love we love you. Always be back. And anytime we're on, you're welcome. We have Brett and Cap, no Cap, and Swaggy B in the chat. If anybody wants to hop on, you can request it and let us know. And yeah, so while while that's all being worked out, Swinging Blindly podcast, Facebook.com oh, slash Swinging Blindly. Check the stats. Nikki G. Nikki G, who is a big Met fan, saying that Goldie MVP uh, over Pete Alonzo. So Way to just step on me as I was great. doing the plug. Facebook.com oh, slash, yeah, Facebook.com slash Swinging Blindly podcast. I agree. On Twitter at Swinging Blindly, live on the ColorCast Apple app, and uh, wherever you get your podcasts, I promise you, uh, because I, you know, life got away from me and time got away from me. Yes, we've a double. We're gonna do a double header drop at noon tomorrow, noon Eastern tomorrow. I love it. Double header drop. That's what I'm we're doing. Good. I'm going to put it on all of my social medias. Everybody. Listen to, we've had some really good calls. We've had some really good episodes, uh, especially with RB and always the Monroe brothers who haven't even called in. So uh, we still have the Monroe's Swaggy B. Cap, no cap. If you want to request that mic, go ahead and. Well, been a while. Out. Yeah, been a while since we've heard from uh, Cap, no cap. Yeah, so, you know, and it is what it is. And we, we, we're bringing. I mean, Blaze, you, you deserve as, you know, I don't want to give you as much credit as I will, but the, the way you, and it would only get better, it will only get better, the way you edited this show with the drops for home play headlines and from the booth, you deserve a, a little clap, a golf clap at least. Well, uh, I, I, I do appreciate good. that very much. There it is. Exactly. Everything you add with your board, I think home play headlines is only going to get better and from the booth is, is going to be... And these are good segments for the show that we want to do, which is swing blindly, baseball, we swing for the fences, and we really don't care. And if you call in, you want to talk baseball, we do. Literally, please, we talk baseball. Like if We do our thing, and then if you want to call in and talk whatever you want to talk about, we do it. Like that's it. We, we, because that's what we want to do, right? That's why we, that's why we do this show. And, uh, uh, you know, ne- next week, well, uh, I, I know you're, you're off. You're, you're yes, having your so summer vacation. Then I, I have mine in August. So, uh, but I'll I'll be I'll be here next week. I I promise you that uh, because you know I just I just took a week off a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, you know I gotta I gotta prove that I can stay off the injured list. And well, you're you're a beautiful man. You deserve any of the time that you ever need. And you also and you, you I know for a fact. Whether it's you solo or with a Bretty boy or anybody like that, you will have a great show. So 
Uh, yeah, well, well, thank you, and uh, I'm 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 looking forward to it. I'm gonna give it a shot solo because I I've never done a solo uh, color cast like this before. So I'm gonna give it a shot, see how it goes, and if it goes great, great. If not, well, you know, just chalk it up in the shittosphere of an hour. You know, <laughs> I don't I don't know what to tell you. You know, it'll it'll be an hour, and we'll see how it goes. Either way, you know, no care where the ball lands. That's for sure. No, and we never do. I mean, we're talking baseball here, folks. I mean, it is, as we are talking, June 29th. We're getting right towards the middle. And I think this is the time where, if you're a fan of a team like the Yankees, then, yeah, you kind of have an idea of where your season's going. But there are teams out there that you may not have as much of an idea. You may... You may be on the fence. You may think that it could go sour, could go uh, north, you know? Uh, right. Could go sour, could go bower, you know what I mean? Then we try to bring you the, the news that pertains to baseball. We want to talk about every team when we can. And then that's when we open it up to the, to the people listening. We want to talk to you doesn't matter who you root for we could talk baseball with you that that's for sure and uh let's see here i'm working on punching up swaggy b because why not it's it's been a while since we've heard from you uh there there's swaggy b so we'll yeah i'm actually sending this will be up to them you know if they don't and here we go put them on yep so here we go uh so Swaggy B, I just threw you an invite, so if you're willing and able to uh, hop in and give us a piece of your baseball mind, you are more oh, than yeah. welcome to it. I sent invites to everybody in the chat right now, so it's on you. Swaggy B, Cap No Cap, and Pratt Monroe. Oh, I just straight up invited Swaggy B to the hot seat. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm not playing around here. Oh, I, I don't play. Look, that's what we do, look. We, we, well, we play baseball. This is no crying in baseball. No crying in baseball. There's no no crying. No crying. There's no, no crying. crying. No There's crying. Tom, Tom Hanks movie I watched today was uh, the Terminal. Um, I don't know if you if you're familiar. I have not watched that one. No. It's on uh, Paramount. Paramount. Okay. Oh, you you have Paramount. Okay. I I I don't. But but either way, great great. Movie, next to... Yeah, uh, and you know we, yeah. But he won't join us. What does he do? Can we just? I mean, if nobody joins, I mean, Brett's being a real diva. Wow, Brett's being a real diva. Why well, I mean, we. He's in the chat. Wow, I mean, we've wow. got about five minutes left here, so uh, you want to well, hop on and and. State your state your take. Only have a few minutes left to do that here on the Swinging Blindly podcast. Prince being a real diva, he's on the throne enjoying the show, but he won't call in. Well, maybe maybe he needs to wash his hands first. Wash his hands. Wash his. I mean, we know he will wash his undercarriage. It's just it's just one of those things. Where, like, <laughs> 
you know, we, I think, you know, if we're going to take up a couple minutes really quick, please, I think the people would agree. We, we had a good, uh, timing on it. We can, we can even stretch it out a little bit longer for our, our own home play headlines and from the booth, but everything sounded great with your new system. And I think that we're, we're ready to roll going forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and Hey, these segments are only going to get better as we do them. And I'm so happy that I have my regular board back. Uh, and, and thank you. You know, thanks for sticking with us uh, while we were dealing with the uh, backup setup, which just, it was, uh, I mean, if it, we, I did my best to make it not sound too terribly clunky on your end, but trust me, uh, running it um, very much was. And uh, so so glad to have my Roadcaster Pro back. And uh, in, in due time, PJ, you're going to get to, you're going to get some, some new equipment too. And uh, you're going to be sounding awesome on the color cast line here in, in due time. I hope so. It's going to happen. I, I'm speaking it into existence right now. You know what? You got this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, let, let's let's do this here in, in the couple of minutes that we have left. I mean, are you going to be able to watch or are you going to be away uh, July 4th? Are you going to be able to catch any baseball? Um, no. Honestly, if I'm being honest, there's very little chance I – watch any baseball from July 4th to the 9th. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I will try to. It's, just, it's not that I don't want to. It's just where I'm going to be, it won't be easily accessible. Sure. Well, to do. So, I mean, I'll be, I'll be paying attention on my phone. That's not for sure. For sure. Yeah, and, uh, you know, can't wait to hear... About the uh, the I'll week off, what? I'll be betting on it. Oh, really quick, can I get you know what? Let me pull that up. Yeah, so some some betting stuff here from yeah, absolutely from Mister G. I want to get your opinion on. I meant to, I meant to have this as a home play headline, but I forgot. All good here on the swinging blindly podcast. You, uh, What do you uh, so so just to kind of uh, fill the time f- fill the time a little bit yeah, uh, sorry, again? Sorry, uh, you're you're good. Uh, I'll I'll. Be... <laughs> what? MVP. What about MVP? Would you take? Oh, there it is. Aaron Judge minus one ten. Mike Trout plus six fifty. Or. Shohei plus three fifty. I mean, Aaron Judge is the clear MVP right now. Yeah, it's it's not even a debate, and I'm not saying that because I'm a Yankee fan. He has been the best player in baseball to this point. That's just the way it is. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to argue. So, yeah, what's that looking like from a betting? Perspective in the National League. 
for the annual MVP. Yeah. I got, I just wanted to, to be known, I got Paul Goldschmidt at plus 8,000. Plus 8,000? Yep. Those are long-ass odds. And currently, he is the favorite at plus 130. Okay. So, plus... So, uh, uh, all right. Did you did you make a bet then at the beginning of the season, Paul Goldschmidt, plus 8,000? Uh, yep. May. Yep. In okay. May. Er, okay. Er, early May. Yep. Early May, and he's at plus 130 now. And yep. and he's leading the the field. And who else is in it? I would imagine uh, plus five hundred. Pete Alonso is number two. Where's Mookie Betts? Has got to be right in that conversation. He too. is plus twelve hundred. Wow. Yep. So how yep. about that? You know, you have two first basemen and an outfielder leading the way ben in the. Machado plus five fifty. Who plus five fifty? Man Machado. Okay, Manny Machado, gotcha. Plus yeah. five fifty for the Padres. Well, hey, okay. all all good stuff. Aaron Judge is my, yeah minus one ten as I said. He's the only. That's amazing. He's the only one out of everyone that's minus one ten. What are you seeing on the Cy Young end? Ooh, I'm one with this. I mean, Musgrove's got to be right up there for for San Diego. Clanahan plus three thirty, Verlander four hundred, Manoa six hundred, Cole seven fifty, Nestor Cortez eighteen hundred. I mean, that's a screw job. Nestor Nestor Cortez should have better odds than that. For NL, Alcantara two eighty. Plus two eighty, uh, Musgrove four ten, Corbin five fifty, Wheeler thousand. Amongst others, yeah, man. It's one of those get 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 your stuff in now. Yeah, well, if you had to make a prediction, I'm placing bets all the time. Now that good for you. I'm I'm not I'm not a betting man. Excuse me. Good for you. Uh, Cy Young. If you had to guess today, who would it be? The animal I'd say Alcantara. Um, AL, I mean, off the top of my head, I would say Cortez. Like, just like, yeah. it, it we'll under my head right now. But. We'll see, my guy. I mean, he's struggled in his past few starts. I mean, not awful, just, but he just has not been what he was previously. I, I just think this, if he can get back to even normal pace, he's the story in and of itself would propel him to uh, an award. You know yeah, I mean? but my, I mean, McClanahan has such nasty stuff. Oh, it's just, yeah. I mean, dude, God, you know, God, God bless these hitters that are trying to hit these baseballs. I know. It's, it's unreal. Yeah. So, all right. Well, seeing as uh, we're not going to get any more calls by the sounds of things, uh, let's let's put a bow on this show. VJ uh, couldn't have done it without you, my guy. Dude, you should be aware that everything you did with sounds sounded great. You are the goat. You are the man. 
and uh, I appreciate you always. And whether you get somebody to host with you or you do it yourself, I'll I'll try and either uh, I'll figure something out. I know I can't do it. I can't do. I can't promise to do the show, but maybe I can call in. So we'll figure something out. But I'm glad that you have your 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 magic wand back because you are so good at what you do. Oh, thank and, you. Uh, and you're pretty good at talking baseball. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, backhanded compliment like a ball pass Arenado. I see how it is. That was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, and and my guy, I I appreciate all the kind words, and you know, I this this show is is as good as it is because you're a part of it. You know, everything that you do, you 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 know, we have a little bit of contrasting flavors, and it works. And you have an awesome week off, my guy, and. Uh, we'll catch up with you in a couple of weeks. Again, Facebook.com slash Swinging Blindly Podcast. On Twitter at Swinging Blindly. I'll be back flying solo. I got a blind pilot. Oh. What could go wrong? Oh. <laughs> uh, so so get out the get out the whoopee cushions or, or not whoopee cushions, but uh, you know, make turn turn your seat into a flotation device. Uh, while PJ's off, uh, you know, shoving brats and beer down his throat. Yes, sir. And uh, my guy, whether you're here or not, or whether I'm here or not, do we care where the ball lands? Absolutely not, even though Blaze is the best. And we don't care, but Blaze cares enough to make it sound great. Well, I, I appreciate that. Bro, have a great week off, and uh, we'll we'll catch up. Uh, we'll have you back here in a couple of weeks in ColorCast and Podcast Land. I'll be right back with you next week. For PJ Geary, I'm Blaze Bryant. Keep swinging for the fences. <laughs> <laughs>